Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty? sizzling to perfection. It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Get informed. Get inspired and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hi, thank you for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and I'm with the National Cannabis Industry Association as the Communications and Projects Manager. Today, I would like to welcome to the show Aviv Hadar. He is a legalization advocate and co-founder of Oregrown, which is a cannabis producer, processor, and dispensary in Oregon, which has four locations. Congrats. He's also a founding member of the Oregon Cannabis Association, the OCA. He's a member of the Oregon Liquor Control Commission Rules Advisory Committee, the OLCC. He's also a technical advisory board member for Leafly and, of course, a member of the National Cannabis Industry Association. Aviv is also the first person in Oregon state history to testify to the OLCC on behalf of Oregon's cannabis legalization measure in 2015, which is also the same year he was awarded the inaugural High Times Political Trailblazer Award. Wow, you have been busy. Welcome to the show, Aviv. Thank you. Thank you. That is uh, quite the intro. Thank it you. is quite the intro. I didn't feel like I could leave any of that out, really. So, But let's get to know you even more. Um, so, Aviv, before you launched your company and you got involved in legalization efforts in Oregon for cannabis, I understand you were primarily in the tech sector, doing technology, working on web development and, and that kind of thing. Uh, tell me more about all that. Okay, so you're right. Yes, so um, I first got started in tech because I, I entered the University of Montana and and was sort of trying to find my footing as an individual. Um, I sort of stumbled into the computer science department, and <laughs> at at a very quick pace, I was uh, 
advancing further than my professors. And so, you know, I, I, I come from uh, very humble beginnings financially. So, you know, handing over these, uh, these checks for tuition started to not make sense to me. And so I dropped out of college and founded a technology company called Think Brilliant. And it was inspired by uh, Think Different, which is, you know, a famous Apple slogan. And um, we started out providing web development services for other clients and quickly grew into developing our own applications. We had a number of successes. And um, I had some some nice exits out of the tech sector, kind of uh, one, two, three in a row, cool. which res- resulted in me having some uh, financial freedom at a time that, um, you know, I, I, not much was going on. Um, Colorado really hadn't begun to do anything. This is around 2010. So yeah, I, the recession. Yeah. Okay, go on. Yeah. And so I just kind of, you know, when everybody was suffering, my only response could be, yeah, you know, it's it's easy to go global with a piece of software. And and so, you know, it was, you know, it was an interesting time and, and, and kind of got bored. And so I, I don't know if, you know, this is a good transition, but this is when I got involved in, 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 in cannabis. Aha, uh-huh, yes. So you have a personal relationship with the plan and something something sparked your involvement here? Yeah, so it's it's connected. So when I was younger, I uh you know had what they say all kids have now, ADD, ADHD, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. And you know, various teachers recommended certain medications and thing, things like that. And sort of around mid-high school, I started self-medicating with cannabis. And, um, it, you know, it's not something that I would recommend or something that even, you know, I can say works other than anecdotal studies or certain things out of Israel, but it's sure. what I did. And, yep. and, and, and it worked for me. And so uh, I have a very, very fast-moving mind. And, you know, when someone says something to me, I'm oftentimes 10 or 15 thoughts ahead of hypotheticals. And that's kind of how it goes. And so certain strains of cannabis and certain ingestion methods slow that down for me and allow Mm -hmm. me to focus. And so that's, that's, that's my personal connection with it. I've always been very involved with, with, with cannabis and appreciating it and, 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 sort of you know just handling it properly and um i transitioned into oregon because there i am you know just being a oregon medical patient and um i see colorado's laws slowly starting to change mm-hmm. and one night I just wake up at 3 a.m. and literally the idea hit me in the middle of the night. And I, my first call was to my lifelong best friend, Kevin Hogan, and then my mother to make sure she supported me in my new drug dealing efforts. <laughs> and, and then, uh, and then we got started, you know, then we, it came down to picking a name and, 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 and this and that. And, getting started on the new business. Wow. 
Got it. Yeah, I can certainly relate to um, cannabis being helpful for those folks with extremely active minds. Um, I, I can I can totally relate. Are you a Virgo? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but but for folks with like anxiety or or other types of um, issues that cannabis can help with, I I totally get it firsthand. Um, so I can relate to that quite a bit. Um, but now to the future. Oregon. Uh, so you woke up in the middle of the night, called called your your BF and said, uh, "So, buddy, we're gonna start this company." Um, so now Oregon has been launched and licensed in Oregon, and you and your team are in business. So it's 2018. How's that going? What's your role day to day here with Oregon? Um. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is crazy. It is controlled chaos, but <laughs> in in the best way possible. Um, I am the CEO here, so I'm very much involved with day to day operations and um, profitability across all divisions. Making sure our year over year growth remains on 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 track. Um, raising the capital that we need and. Of course, innovating with retail and our vision and oil formulations and making sure our partnerships are 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 in good in good standing. You know, we love the folks over at PAX and we have a really amazing relationship with them. And um, yeah, it's just crazy. We're growing at a at a rate that I just didn't see coming and now it's with all this news coming out of Washington DC this is all just happening really fast I feel like I'm going to wake up one morning and it's going to be federally legal I, it's 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 crazy that's going to be a really good morning to wake up for sure man. then what are we going to do with ourselves as activists man we'll we'll find something <laughs> i'm sure we'll find something we'll to find do something. yeah yeah so um, I saw on the company website that you work with athletes, actually. So before we head into our commercial break, could you could you talk a little bit about how Oregon is working with athletes? So Oregon's athlete program is actually very innovative for the industry, and we've modeled it after GoPro and Red Bull and you know I can't say Nike or Adidas quite yet because of the way they're embraced in team sports and we started embracing local athletes because you know as owners we surf and ski and snowboard and mountain bike and hike and kayak and do all the things that Oregon represents you know being a lifestyle brand that it is much much bigger than cannabis um, I could talk about that for days. And and basically, we started seeing these local rippers, you know, just on Mount Bachelor, Mount Hood, kind of all over the state. And we started asking, you know, what what do you guys need in terms of support to grow get 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 bigger as as um athletes and 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 uh you know generate the buzz that you need to enter bigger uh events and that's where it started with with local riders and 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 skiers that just what do you guys need on a day-to-day basis and now here we are signing much bigger athletes that have um sponsors such as GoPro or Red Bull 
with institutionalized money, um, conventional money. And so here Oregon is again sort of blurring the line and sort of blazing that trail with well, are they a cannabis company or are they a lifestyle company? Well, does it matter? You know, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, you know, and wh why does it matter? You know, so, so for example, we're doing this one of a kind Oregon only snowboard film and this snowboard film is unbelievable. I mean, it's just mind boggling. And so we fund it and we get the athletes there and we pay for X, Y, and Z and the hotels and the meals and all of this stuff. And, and a, a, a good, you know, something that, that happens when you do projects like that is inevitably, you know, you have a really wonderful videographer and a really wonderful team and day after day, you're getting them out into these amazing places. And oops, this guy calls his friend who calls his friend is like, Hey, we got a crew. Let's go to Crater Lake. Let's go here. Let's go to Southern Oregon. And the next thing you know, you've got you know, and I can't say too much until the film comes out in September, but sure. some major names that 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 their friends are just saying, you're going to do this, you know, and <laughs> it doesn't matter that it's an Oregon film or that Red Bull is going to be upset. So, wow, you know, you know, it's, great. it's it's amazing. Yeah, super exciting. Awesome. All right. We got to jump and take a commercial break, but we will be right back. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we are back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. We've been talking with Aviv Hadar from Oregon and all the exciting things going on with his company. Um, so, Aviv, when we talked before, you mentioned how excited you are about what's going on, not here in the U.S., but over in Israel, surrounding the medical research and, and the applications of cannabis out there. 
tell me more about that. And and I assume you've made some visits out there recently and and hung out with some really cool key players out there. Tell me about that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I am biased. I I was born over there, and and I you know I I, I am I see this turning into a global industry. Um, cool. And and obviously, you know, with most other things, it's it's comes down to you know just country and and you know one country's known for this, one country's known for that, and it's just how it goes with global trade. And so I believe that Israel is going to be at the forefront of this. So we as an organization are are making sure that we are involved when it comes to global export, inking deals uh, surrounding global export, um, inking deals surrounding um, contract obligations when it comes to providing an agricultural product mm-hmm. um, a lot of countries and people in the world are going to view cannabis as a commodity mm-hmm. and there's just no denying that so um, it would be foolish to not embrace that so we want to be involved when it comes to global export and and getting this stuff into hospitals which is Essentially, what Israel is going to be 5, 10, 15, 20 years ahead of the rest of the world. Um, so, you know, that's the ultimate holy grail is supplying people around the world with alternatives um, to their everyday, you know, medications that they get from hospitals that are killing people. Sure, absolutely. And and of course, we, NCIA has published a paper uh, in the last year or so um, about how cannabis is, is a possible solution for the opioid crisis. And there, that topic is hot in the news right now as, as the realization of exactly how damaging opioids can be to people's lives when they become addicted and how cannabis can help them. Uh, you know, it's not a it's not a gateway drug. It's an exit drug, as we like to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's great. So the more medical research and the more applications of cannabis that are happening out in Israel, more so here than the U.S., where, where medical research is very restricted, um, it, it's great to see some of the research coming out. Uh, from somewhere. Uh, I even remember reading, I want to say 10 years ago, that some scientists in Israel applied several different types of cannabis to MRSA, the methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, the superbug, and it was effective in killing the MRSA virus, which just blew my freaking mind um, as an application that you might not think about. Um, But back here in the United States, What's your perspective about what's going on here in the good old U.S. of A. at the federal level and and where are industries going over the next, you know, couple of years? Because as we've seen, a lot can happen in just a couple of years. Where are we going to be by 2020? Um, I would like to say that at least we have some loosening on our banking and and uh, you know standard just bank services. Sure. But, yeah, it's a huge um, issue for direct to plant companies right now who either can't get a bank account to begin with, or 
once they yep. do, some regional manager comes along and says, shut it down. Yeah. Yep. And that's crazy because, you know, for for all intents and purposes, a successful cannabis company should be a bank's, you know, number one go-to when it comes to small business loans. I mean, if you these are this is a wonderful growing industry and you know if if you're good at what you do the numbers look great and you should be able to walk into a bank and say i i need x you know and let's negotiate a good a good rate here and the fact that we can't do that is crazy the fact that it all has to be private equity i mean it 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 is what it is but i would love to see that change by then and i'm just being realistic i don't see a a a big federal sweep you know, under this administration, and by sweep, I mean sweeping changes. I don't see a uh, okay, everybody's good to go in the next two years. You know, <laughs> the 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 thing we've toyed around with maybe is that Trump uses some form of of uh, of of cannabis uh, rule overhaul and maybe some gun control to try to reach some of the voters that he he previously couldn't but i don't know how effective that's going to be um sure we'll, yeah. we'll we'll see so uh i i you know i do believe that this this is going to shake out here and when we see the rest of the world uh, participate in global export and and trade uh the U.S. of A. is not going to sit back and go, well, we'll just let everyone make hundreds of millions of dollars because the deals currently being inked in Israel are, are you know, nine-digit deals that Ooh. that are, are, you know, and that's at – that's one transaction. So if you look at the biggest players in Canada or America, that's a year of their revenue if you're one of the top – five players maybe mm-hmm. so and, and 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 even at that point like i don't even know how profitable you are and don't even get me started on canada and the 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 international accounting standards seriously like that's <laughs> so um, gotcha yeah i mean with the banking as far as our advocacy and lobbying efforts go uh, right now, the the legislation out there on both the House and Senate side actually is that Safe Banking Act, Secure and Fair Enforcement, um, which would provide that safe harbor for the financial institutions who do want to work with cannabis businesses and taking away the risk for the banks themselves to get slapped with federal sanctions, um, which which right. is really part of the issue as to why, even if they do want to bank with the cannabis industry, they're very hesitant. Um, it's it's definitely not a sustainable situation. So hopefully no, we, we can see some changes here. Uh, we'll see. Congress moves at a glacial pace, as we all know. Um, some of this stuff can be done on an admin level. I mean, if you listen to Earl... Blumenauer speak about this and him and I have a very close relationship and um, you know a lot of this stuff can be fixed on on a on a, doesn't have to be this way and mm-hmm. and it it doesn't just have to be the small little little credit unions that you know their branches look like a shack that they they they, they can offer you I mean come on US Bank Wells Fargo Bank of America like we should be able to bank there. So I, I, you know, Earl says some of this stuff can be done on an administrative level. So, you know, yeah. we, conti- we continue to support who we can. But that's, I would love, 
love to see that shake out by 2020. Sure, sure. Me too, fellow. Me too. So um, before we take a commercial break, and when we come back, let's talk more about our favorite person, Earl. Um, but before we take our commercial break, um, you mentioned Canada, and you said, don't even get me started, but how about I get you started? <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think? I think that <laughs> there should be a hashtag that is called hashtag the Canada scam. Oh no. <laughs> I'll just come out and say it. And I think that, you know, I think a lot of people are beating around the bush, but from my standpoint, um, the person spearheading, you know, Oregon's financial team has led a company through uh, being private and managing $3 billion in revenue and taking that company public and then selling that company for 8% more than it was being traded at. Mm. And we're talking billions of dollars and this individual is heading up Oregon's financial team. And so our talks are, are, are very, very sophisticated. And so- Interesting, sounds it, real it, high level, yeah. It is, it is, and it just casts light on, on a lot of kind of BS. And, you know, one, two, five, 10, 20, 50 million, that's peanuts for people who've managed billions of dollars in revenue. And so mm-hmm. if you actually look at some of the biggest players in Canada that wanna make the moves they say they're making, it, uh, it doesn't make sense. Um, it hasn't been recreationally legalized up there yet. It's, if anything, it's been delayed. There are there are inter inter Canada sort of province wars and and favoritism. And as the owner of a business that has gone through the overproduction issue, I think Canada's in for mm-hmm. a huge surprise. And mm-hmm. you know, I think California is a better market than Can than all of Canada. So gotcha, gotcha. So overall, sounds like. You have some concerns. Got it. So, yeah, it's interesting to see all these different models popping up and, and, you know, time will tell all from state to state in the U.S. and then other countries how we're handling this. Hopefully, you know, one or two different models will emerge as as the best for everybody. Um, Okay, we got a break for one more commercial break, and then we'll come back and talk more with Aviv from Oregon. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him, pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 24th to the 26th inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary 
Academy owners to join us for this brand new event sponsored by the radio podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Be one of the first to register today at USCCExpo.com. That's USCCExpo.com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we are back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, and we've been talking with Aviv Hadar from Oregon, uh, out in the beautiful state of Oregon. Um, And we were talking about Earl Blumenauer earlier, who is one of the cannabis industry's favorite champions in Congress for cannabis issues. Earl Blumenauer's district is in Portland, Oregon. Um, so Aviv, your company's obviously an NCIA member and you're involved not only federally with us, but locally um, there in Portland supporting supporting Earl Blumenauer. Um, and I met you in person at a fundraiser that the cannabis industry hosted. It was all cannabis industry. I believe it was the first cannabis industry fundraiser for a member of Congress. And it was big. I met you in person at that. That was back in 2015. It was super cool. Um, I, I remember that. It was a good event. Yeah, that was a a event to remember and um, something that I think is going to be very difficult to replicate again given the climate that that it happened in and you know everybody was getting along back then and um, we were just trying to figure out measure 91 and yep. that's not the case anymore you know mm-hmm. it's com- it's competitive now and different and um, you know we raised him a high six figures and and it was it was the cannabis industry family dinner and that's and it right was, it was amazing <laughs> to see who who was there and how many people were there and the you know it was just incredible i i you know i'll, I'll never forget that event that was wonderful I totally agree. And and Earl Blumenauer himself, Congressman Blumenauer, you know, I got to to chat with him one on one for just a couple minutes. Everybody wanted, you know, to talk to him, of course, but I got to talk to him a little bit like about my dad who's a Vietnam vet and, you know, how he can't even talk to a doctor about the possibility of using uh, cannabis. Um, he's a cancer survivor, things like that. So and Earl Earl really got it. He really did. Um He's he he's really a great champion and is very vocal for us. I mean, I he's I, I like to say like there's very few members of Congress like him and I'm sure you could agree. Yeah. Yeah, he is one of a kind. We are lucky to have him in Oregon. I mean, he is he is our champion and he's been spearheading this for a long time. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, you, you've also been involved in informal lobbying efforts in addition to these really cool fundraisers. Formal lobbying efforts like um, NCIA's Lobby Days, that's coming up May 21st through 23rd, 2018 in Washington, D.C., and it's our eighth year going to do this and we grow every year and I know you've attended a few times in the past you're in some of those class photos um, tell me about your experiences lobbying with us in the past yeah I, th- I think you guys are amazing I mean we we shall I say I think our, amazing. our lobbying efforts are all wonderful um, Michael Correa is that pronounced right you got it. He's our uh, uh, director of government relations here at NCIA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 way that he organizes the days and helps and spearheads and when we go out there, he very much you know preps us pre-meeting and and helps get the teams you know uh, delegated into their appropriate channels. Um, he works hand in hand. He has worked hand in hand with Amy Margolis, who is the queen of cannabis in Oregon. And, you know, we've done some, uh, an Oregon focused event out there where we bring a lot of people from our end. And, but, you know, he, he knows, he knows the lay of the land and NCIA is, is very, uh, uh, you know, well known out there and 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 in the industry, and so it's uh, it's important we keep we keep that up and um, you know c- continue to support these NCIA lobby days as much as we can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in addition to NCIA members coming out to DC and and being part of this yearly annual coordinated event that we do. Um, you brought the OCA for an, a little Oregon-specific delegation, and and Michael Correa from NCIA was happy to help, just kind of provide support. And, and I would extend that offer to NCIA members from any state. If you want to come to D.C. and you want a little help from NCIA, we are happy to empower your lobbying efforts, load you up with whatever information you might need. We've published a ton of really high-level policy council analysis papers that could be useful. We're producing lots of really helpful documents. So that's out there. Just um, and, and Aviv's group did that a couple of years ago as well, and it went really well just for an Oregon-focused event. So I'm, I'm glad that we can provide that. And, and that's what NCI is for, obviously. Um, so I hope you can make it out to Lobby Days again this year um it's going to be great we've we're continuing to see more more of these offices are more willing to talk to us where in the past they've been you're you're what you're from who uh hmm, i gotta go to lunch bye but now things are different and and we're really being taken seriously as an industry would you agree yes i very much would um the 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 people that are taking our meetings are amazing uh and 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 you know the 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 states that have previously said no to us um you know are taking meetings with us whether it's senators or congressmen and it's really amazing so it's it's wonderful to see we're making that progress. We're we're getting toward that that goal of federal legalization slowly but surely on a state by state basis currently. Um, so we're happy for everyone in the industry that comes and and helps make the, the event the best that it can be. 
Um, and if you want more information, of course, there's information on NCIA's website, www.thecannabisindustry.org slash lobby days 2018, if you'd like more information. And uh, before we wrap up the show, Aviv, um, let people know how they can find you, um, oregrown.org.com. Oregrown.com. Yes, very proud of that domain name. Excellent. Cool. Well, I very much appreciate having you on the show with me today, and I'm excited to see everything that we we do across the country as well as what's going on in Oregon. I I lived there for a couple of years myself during the Great Recession, so it's a special place in my heart as well. Um, yeah. So thanks again for being on the show with us, and uh, thank you everybody for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the dew.